0: Welcome back to another episode of This Dad Does Disney Podcast. I am your host, Jason, and I am super stoked to welcome Linda and Robin from my favorite theme parks, one of my favorite podcasts, to this episode. Hey, how are y'all doing?
1: Jason, hi. hi. how are you? We're
0: so good. I know. This is really crazy. Like, uh, I'm just super excited to have y'all, as I said on our first ever, like, phone call that it was kind of like I was trying not to fanboy out because I was like, <laughs> cool, like these are the people that I listen to. And this is what I listen and I've always enjoyed their content so much. So when y'all agreed to come on this dad does Disney, it made me super excited. So thank you so much. I do appreciate
1: it. Of course. And thank you for asking us. We were likewise just as excited and we are so psyched to, um you know, we always say whenever we meet other people in the Disney community that it's so fun to meet people from like all over who just have a shared love for Disney parks. So it's pretty cool that, you know, we're calling in from New Hampshire and you're in Louisiana.
0: Yes. Our love of Disney connected us no matter how far the miles were.
1: Yes. Mm Mm-hmm
0: that's awesome uh so this episode today is actually pretty like so i've said this on the podcast before and i'm I'm a huge harry potter fan so uh you know we've talked about universal before and this episode is going to be really specific to the wizarding world in orlando that I was very fortunate to recently get to experience. And obviously Robin and Linda has been there a ton of time too. So they have a ton of experience about that uh, about their time in Orlando. So we're going to talk about our top five things or experiences that we enjoy. Inside of the wizarding world in Orlando. So what we would love to have y'all do is obviously at the end of this, when we, uh, after you listen back, we want to hear your top five. So obviously we're going to talk about and probably disagree and debate our own top five list inside of this, but we want to hear from y'all as well. So the best way to find us obviously on social media, and we'll talk about all that at the end on how you can share your top five things from the wizarding world of Harry Potter. So, to set the stage so how did y'all become Harry Potter fans like how did y'all get into the fandom of Harry Potter
2: oh so I'll start my uncle is a fifth grade teacher and when I was in fifth grade he came to me came to my house and was like I got you this book and it's signed by the author and it was Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone quote unquote signed by JK Rowling aka my uncle (laughs) (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. so yeah i read it and i was like i'm almost 11 this is this is going to happen to me and just like (laughs) sucked me in yeah i I became obsessed ever since so yeah and mine was
1: i the books came out in 1998 and For listeners, I'm the youngest one in this crowd. So I was seven years old and I remember it being like new in our library at school and being like, okay, we have to read this. So it just started to take my elementary school by storm. And I read it and it wasn't until, oh, because I mean, I was like, I was little. I had just gotten into chapter books. It wasn't until probably the fifth grade that I was like, okay, I'm really going to read these. And I, was with them until the seventh book came out like same thing with all the movies Robin Mm and I saw the premieres of some of the movies together when we were in college and
2: yep midnight
1: showings yep it just stuck with us Midnight showings with wands in hand. That's an important (laughs) thing
0: to add. Uh, So I'm the opposite. I was actually a late bloomer. I thought I was too cool for Harry Potter uh, until my sophomore year of college, where my British lit teacher uh, asked us to read Sorcerer's Stone with the perspective of prejudice. Mm -hmm. And and it was insane. So I was stuck reading a book that I really had no desire. And I was a... I was a bartender at a cabana bar, uh, in college. And I was reading nice. every time I read, uh, Harry Potter, I smell chlorine. I yeah. don't know why it takes me back to there. Cause I was <laughs> like, cause I would work like the day shifts during the week sometimes. So I would pull out the book and start reading it, but I fell in love with the books. And I was like, man, I, like, I would always think like, I want to be a wizard. Like I want to do it. I got into it like as an old age, but I was fortunate because I, I think all the way up till want to wanna say, Half-Blood Prince was already out. So I didn't have to do too many of the midnight showings. So I got to binge. Mm -hmm. I got to So Mm -hmm. I'd read a book and then I'd watch a movie. I would read a book and then I'd watch a movie. So I did that all the way. And I think my first premiere was the first uh, part one of uh, Deathly Hollows. Like that was the one I actually went to the theaters and actually watched. Because all I think all the books ended up being out by the time I got to the final book. Mm -hmm. and obviously became a Potterhead after that.
1: It's hard not to. It's such I mean yeah. it's it's a very like familiar story of hero versus the villain and mm-hmm. there's also and I mean we'll we'll probably talk more about this but there are so many characters that I think it's very easy for people to find someone and latch onto and identify with. And I think that's why people take it so personally, you know, like it's, it's, there's different houses, there's different schools. There's so many characters that it's, it's really easy to just kind of find your little corner of it and hold on to that. And I think that's why the fandom has grown so big.
0: It's such a big fan base, but I think, uh, like to your perspective, like it's exactly that—like people latch onto it, but they're also mm-hmm. super welcoming, so for other people to join. Where I've said this before, Star Wars is the worst universe in the world because if you don't know everything <laughs> getting into it, they will make fun of you, they will ridicule you. Oh, you didn't read the book that was made after this thing, like right? I, I, I and it's like, but Harry Potter, like. As soon as you join a house, that's it. Like you're a, you're part of that group, and like people want to, and, th- and there's competitiveness to it. But it's like, but it's just a wonderful universe and fandom to be a part of.
1: Agree, a hundred percent. So much. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: What houses are y'all? Are y'all the same house? Oh no. no. Oh okay. All right.
1: <laughs> Who? What house do you think Robin is?
0: Ravenclaw. Yep. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs>
1: and what else do you think i am
0: so all right y'all are really putting me on the spot because i've like talked to (laughs) y'all twice so uh let's
1: go with hufflepuff yes Yes. yeah all right that's me (laughs) what are you are you slytherin
0: no no i am not (laughs)
1: You're Gryffindor?
0: Be, I am a Gryffindor. Very, very proud Gryffindor of, of okay. that, too.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: I, as my friend calls me, I'm the jock of the Gryffindor. Like, I would definitely be that. Like, I am the confident, super, not arrogant, but very confident and very yep. uh, boastful of being a uh, a proud Gryffindor.
2: Right. Absolutely. Captain of the Quidditch team. I Captain would be that. Captain of the Gry-
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. yes, and that... I'm in the corner stuffing my face with popcorn in the stands. Like, <laughs> up Robin didn't make it to the match. <laughs> like, I'm keeping score. <laughs>
0: <laughs> She's yes. checking the broomsticks, to make sure everything is equal and making sure yeah, everyone yes.
1: yeah. We're all fair. You're fair. playing by the rules.
0: Yeah. Call you out if you make any type of clerical errors. I love yeah. it. Yeah.
1: I'm Absolutely. a referee. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I love it. All right. So, uh, kind of, kind of to give everybody like the playing field. So, so we're talking about top five things to experience in the wizarding world and Harry Potter, obviously in Orlando, uh, there's so many things. So obviously there's going to be things left out. So we're leaving one honorable mention, and then we're going to go from five, four, three, two, one. Uh, and this can be anything. This could be rides. This could be a shopping experience. It could be food offerings, performances. And if you're a listener and you've never ever been to this park, uh, This doesn't mean you can't listen to this episode because we're at least we're going to try our best not to spoil anything because we want to make sure that when you go, you have a great time and, and you still get to see the things. But obviously, as three very passionate Harry Potter fans like. We're going to talk a lot about what we enjoy about these experiences inside of the parks. And hopefully you'll take this list and either argue with us, which is okay, but also use this as kind of your list whenever you get to go to the Wizarding World to kind of guide your way to have a successful trip at Orlando. All right. So who would like to kick off their audible mention?
1: Robin.
2: Okay. Yeah. This was honestly <laughs> the hardest one for me. Hmm. Uh, I went with get a sweet from Honeydukes. Asterisk, the chocolate frog. Okay.
1: A must do, right? <sighs> well,
2: it's an honorable mention. It's not a must.
1: But it's so like quintessential wizarding world. Like getting a chocolate frog. Yes. And getting a wizard I, card. It, this is like an
2: if you have time. But you should do all the other things first.
1: <laughs> okay, I can respect that.
0: It, it's funny that... What's my seventh? That like <laughs> I, Yeah, that was lit- like the one I chose. And I know that my honorable mention y'all will probably disagree with me on. But uh <laughs> but yeah, so that that was one that I think chocolate frog is definitely something that you have to try to find time for. It's it's it. But and the wizarding card, you get the little wizarding card. It's also right. Like it's everything you want it to be. <laughs> but is it a must? I don't I can't put it in my must category.
1: I will say, like, to add to that, too, I like how you had the, like, get it from Honeydukes because they do sell, like, the chocolate frogs in, like, the Universal Gift Shop in CityWalk, and it's not Mm, the same. Like, you need that full experience of being in the middle of Hogsmeade, you know what I'm saying, holding Mm -hmm. your bag from Honeydukes. So, Um, my honorable mention is going through the brick in Diagon Alley. And I know that sounds so weird. And for anyone who I think it's something that's a nice touch because anyone who hasn't read the books or like isn't a Potterhead can walk through and be like, oh, this is really cool. And be like, what's that sound? And you can tell that something is happening. But for those like the first time I walked into Diagon Alley and I heard the Brooks, I literally had to stop in my path and be like, hold on, hold on something's happening. And again, it's just, it's one of those touches that you can walk right by it and not even notice it. And it's not going to like, it's not going to alter. If you don't know about it, it's not going to ruin the experience for you. But if you know about it, it makes a huge difference.
0: I, uh, I got to live that moment with my wife. So my wife's never seen Diagon Alley. So when we just went, I purposely didn't tell her like it was there. Like, so she's looking for like everything in the park obviously is labeled, like go here to get here, but there's Mm -hmm. nothing besides King's cross. That's all you see. And she has not read the books. Mm -hmm. So that moment you're talking about, like I like purposely walked behind her and she went through it and she, and, and like you said, like, she is like, okay, something's happening. You can hear the music start to crescendo and then you walk out and she's like, Oh, and for someone who has never read a book to have a wow moment, Right. Based off of that design tells you for someone like us that are fans, when you have that moment, where even like now I've walked through it several times, like I still like get excited and goosebumpy, and then yeah. you see Diagon and you're like, this is it. I'm home. This is where, you know, this is where I'm supposed mm-hmm. to be. I love it.
2: Me too. Oh, that is a good moment.
0: That is a very <laughs> good moment. Uh, my honorable mention, and I, I'm, I'm prepared to defend this, is the Hogwarts Express.
1: Okay. Okay. Uh, okay.
0: the line is just way too long for that experience and it put like I think it's a you, you, that's why I put it as an honorable mention you do have to do it you have to do it at least mm-hmm. once mm-hmm. but it's not as magical as the first time I did it because you're literally standing in line and you you, you get on the bus and you do your thing and then you're in the other park mm-hmm. uh, it, it, it's it's definitely a must do, but I couldn't put it in my top five because I think over time that one has kind of staled on me. Yeah. Where probably two years ago, I probably would put it in my top five.
1: Totally get it. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, that line does get it's the longest line for anything in Wizarding World. And the, probably and besides the, Hagrid's.
0: Yeah. And I, I, I wrote Hagrid's twice in probably the same amount of time it took me to do once. Wow.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow.
2: I really just don't like that Emma Watson didn't reprise her role as Hermione. Yeah, for that's the express. that
1: is a hard hard yep. factor to it. Okay,
0: oh, I was surprised you all agreed with me. I was kind of like I prepared. Like that's something that I think some people would be a little bit more passionate. about. I, but wh-
1: whoa, whoa, whoa! I'm going to stop you. I'm not saying that I agreed with you. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> I did <laughs> <Just> cordial. <laughs> okay, Cor- all right. y'all be nice. I'm holding I'm holding back my response a little bit. For okay. the for the future, stay tuned, listeners. <laughs> All right. I love it, so Robin. All what's right. your What's your five? You're like right. so. Where in your top five now?
2: So okay, my number five is you have to watch that Dragon Spitfire. Yeah, yep. It's like whoa every single time for me. Anyway. Yeah,
0: and, and it's not doing it right now. So I just went to Universal. I just got back. <laughs> And because it creates crowds for COVID, it, it, I was told by a team member oh that they God. are not doing the fire. Because I made my wife sit out there for 30 minutes like, I was like, it's coming.
1: <laughs> okay, this happens every 10 it's minutes. Gonna go. Yeah, it it's about to go.
0: And then in the mean part of this is it does the like, you know how it's building up to it? It yeah. does the shh and nothing comes out. And I'm like... <laughs> And I'm like, what's going on? So I finally pulled a team member aside. And I was like, hey, like, it's not raining. Like, what's going on? And they're like, oh, yeah, due to COVID, we're not doing the the fire. That makes
1: total Dude. sense. Because I was just about to say, how frequently are you in the wizarding world? And everyone stops in their tracks, phones up in the air. So that yep. does make sense. But that Ooh. stinks.
0: It does stink. But I, I I know the moment you're talking about, Robin. I know that moment.
1: Ugh. Oh, wow. my goodness. Well, my my number five, and you guys might disagree with this as well, is Forbidden Journey. Hmm. It's it's on my list, but it's the lowest one on my list because it the ride itself makes me so sick. <laughs> so it's like a very selfish reason why it's not higher up there. But mm-hmm. I do think you need to do it because anyone who – anyone I think can go and appreciate like the queue – The building itself can appreciate the ride, Um, but the fans of Harry Potter like to walk through the castle and to see these things that we've read about and see them in front of us in person, like physically there is so cool. And and like the technology of the kooka arm is still pretty cool. It just makes me sick as heck. (laughs) So
0: (laughs) I actually have the dragon as number five oh ooh. yeah so when you said well, I'll that see i see myself out then <laughs> i was like oh so would put the dragon that makes me so happy because uh, <laughs> uh yeah i i think that's kind like yeah it's just an amazing moment and, and not to say I'm, I'm holding back as well on my <laughs> thoughts of a uh, forbidden journey uh but like i yeah, that that moment with the dragon, it's just it's quintessential. It's a must. Mm-hmm. It's it's the first thing that catches your eye as soon as you, you know, go around the wall, like you're looking down Diagon Alley, you just see that dragon on Green Goths and you're just like, yeah, it it brings you immediately to the part of the movie and the books that, you know, the escapes come in, and it's just it, it paints a perfect picture mm-hmm. of of that moment. And everybody who's read the books or watched the movies can appreciate it.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, and I think it takes to like, when you're walking through Diagon, you know, there's, n- I don't want to say that there's nothing magical about Diagon Alley, because there is so much magical about it. But you kind of have to seek it out or know a little bit more about like, you could easily walk through there and be like, these are just shops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> these are, you know, but then you see this magical creature on top of a building, spitting fire. That's when you're like, okay, this is not just like a storefronts and restaurants, you know it definitely to me like puts you right into magic yeah
0: i think with diagon alley to your point is there's so many nook and crannies that have so many things and nods and, and stuff like that where hulk's meet a casual fan can enjoy just by walking through and there's still magic there but yeah diagon alley like there's, you can go four, five, six, seven times, and you're still finding little, little things that you're like, oh, oh, I didn't realize this was there. So I'm with you on that.
2: Absolutely. Yep.
0: All right. Robin, number four.
2: Number four is enjoy an ice cream at Florian Fortescue's. Linda can say that name better than I can.
1: <laughs> Florian Fortescue's? No, you said yeah. it. you. I uh, was say, right I think on. you nailed it. Yeah. I practiced. Yeah. You were right on. <laughs> You did a great they,
2: job. They have so many fun flavors. And I think it's a perfect like nighttime treat. Get your ice cream and you go sit on the stairs and you watch the fire or the dragon breathe fire. And it's just a perfect little moment. And I I love all the fun flavors they have there. It's, It's very Harry Potter to me.
1: Yeah, it's awesome in there. I love it. I agree. What's your favorite flavor ice cream there? The like apple pie crumble. One. Jason, have you had ice cream there before?
0: First time on this trip, and that's exactly what I had, the apple crumble. Uh, it was recommended by a friend of mine. Uh, I've walked past the place several times, and I never went in for ice cream until this trip where a buddy of mine went, hey, you, you got to go try the apple crumble. It's mm-hmm. phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, and my wife split one, and I was like, this is really good. It didn't make my list, but it was good.
1: Did you do just the one flavor? Or did you do two yeah. sc- Okay. I I like next time you go, next time you go, you have to do two scoops and get one scoop of the clotted cream. So it's like cheesecake and one scoop of the chocolate chili ice cream. And it is very good.
0: Good. I have to do that. That sounds phenomenal.
1: It's so delicious. The mixing the fun flavors there is really fun. Yeah. Yeah. They're like sticky toffee pudding and the apple one are a good combo too. Those, that's my, that's my go
2: to. Oh my gosh. Yeah.
1: And I really love they have that Earl Grey and lavender one too. Mm. That's wicked good, mm-hmm. which is vanilla. They're well, all my number They're four. Yeah, that's it, all great. My number four is the Hogwarts Express. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I knew it was going to be on somebody's list. <laughs> I
1: I totally agree with you. The line is outrageous. Um, I do like in King's Cross Station that you have the option of getting like uh, refreshments before you board. Yep, but it's such when i first went to the wizarding world and all that like they had for the hogwarts express this was in 2012 all that they had was like the photo opportunity in front of it it was nice but i was kind of like oh i wish they could have made this an attraction so when they actually made it an attraction i was super psyched and i just think it's it's a fun it's a fun thing that they did to um, to essentially just sell more tickets <laughs> to both parks. <laughs> yeah, park-to-park um, tickets, yeah. Yeah, yep. and I, I, I really do, even even like though Emma Watson didn't do the voice for Hermione on the attraction, I do like that they have the two different, depending on which way you're riding the train from, and that they have some sort of like entertainment to it versus just being on a train. They could have honestly just put a steam train there and I would have been completely satisfied. Um, but yeah, I think it it did. Um, I, I think it's a must do. I think it's a great, totally Harry Potter experience. Okay, so it's not on my list at all. I just need to get this <laughs> off my chest. Okay, all right.
2: <laughs> I understand that they're only having one party per train right now. When I first on it, I was so excited. This is such Harry Potter. And then I was like crammed into my car with a bunch of strangers. Like we're all sweating on each other and a fake yeah. Hermione. And I was just like, this is not what I want for my Harry Potter experience. So right, I wrote it off then in there. Uh, and that's that.
0: And that's the way that ends. <laughs> no, I, I look, I think it's, you have to do it once. But I think it's not the thing that you have to do every single trip. Like, uh, I like I had a, a magical time. My sister, who is a Slytherin, we went to the park for the first times together. And like we went, you know, obviously, with Honeydukes, we got a whole bunch of candy. So we got our jelly beads. We got our chocolate frog and we ate it in the train while, the you know, the cinematic stories going on. It it was a magical moment. It was amazing. And maybe because it was such a great moment that one time, every single time I've ridden it, it's just gotten progressively I don't want to say worse but it's it's stale. It's it's not the totally. same is mm-hmm. same experience. And this time like I like we waited forever. Oh, and the other thing with COVID, you can't like do the little photo like of you going into 9 and 3 quarters. Like that's not a thing right now. Like when you're going oh, through the wall with bummer. the image, can't um, it, like yeah. they they go around that because that slows
1: the line down. Slows the line. oh, what a yeah. bummer. I mean it and does so, say something that it's faster to to exit wizarding world exit islands of adventure walk across city walk and walk into universal and go all the way back to diagon alley quicker than if you wait in line to take the hogwarts express yeah <laughs> like it it's such a line to get on it but
0: it's definitely you have to do it once i think you have to absolutely, absolutely have i can agree that's why i made my horrible mention. Mm-hmm. it has mm-hmm. to do you have to do it once but after that mm-hmm. like you don't have to do it.
1: Well, and I think, too, for like the big again, it's for the big Potterheads, the ones who don't really know Harry Potter. I mean, I feel like the Hogwarts Express is one of those things like you don't really have to know Harry Potter, but you've probably heard of this train, you know, or, you, you know, something of it. And for the something Potter about heads, nine and three quarters. Yeah, exactly. And then for the Potter heads. This is something that like we have dreamed about, you know, so I agree with you. It's something it it is one of those experience. And that's kind of where like my my mindset came from was like, what did I, a a Potter reader, want to experience the most, you know, and that was always it, like going through nine and three quarters, riding on the train.
0: Uh, Mine is Escape from Gringotts is my number four uh i would say in all of orlando probably one of the best cues period totally like just mm-hmm. it, it zaps you into the books and the movies whenever you get into the bank and you see them like it's just it's everything you want with the big chandelier it's like i wrote it again on this trip and it's just like even my wife who's not a big Potter hit, but has seen the movies goes this is exactly like the movie. And I'm like, it is mm-hmm. like, it's 100% that, uh, and it's still a good ride. I would say it's a fan. It's a good ride. I would probably say forbidden is a better. Eh, they're close. I, I think yeah. the rides are pretty close, but I think one of the best queue experiences you'll get in any theme park right now in Orlando is uh, escape from green gods. It just puts you into the movie and puts you into that experience. Like no other. I just, I love it. Yeah, That's very totally well
2: done.
1: Yeah. When you ride it, I don't know if you've, you've done this before, but I always ask to sit in the last row because when Bellatrix, um, like raises the track up, you go so high, like it flips your cart. You know what I'm talking
0: Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. I would never do that. I'm scared <laughs> of heights.
2: <laughs> oh
1: my gosh. It's the best part. It's the best it part. makes the
2: drop that much more. Yeah. 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 So okay, so uh, ignore my tip. Then. <laughs> no, no,
0: no, no. Like my wife's the thrill seeker. That is not like, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, number
2: three. Okay. Robin. <sighs> I really think that you should peek in the shop windows down Nocturne Alley. Oh yeah. If you're a Harry Potter fan, I think that you'll really appreciate that.
1: Yeah. And I feel like spooky culture is like on such an uptick right now Mm -hmm. that it's like really it's people I think really love Nocturne Alley because of that.
2: Yeah, it's I mean, for lack of a better phrase, it's right up my alley. (laughs) LOL. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Yeah, it's very magical in there.
1: And I love Nocturne because it's it's something that like the first time I went into Diagon Alley, I didn't even realize it was there. And then someone mentioned it and I turned around and went back into Diagon Alley and was like, hold on, hold on. Where is this? Like, I like that it's a little hidden gem on the outskirts, you know? Mm -hmm.
0: And that's something that I think I probably need to explore some more, too, because I've been down, you know, that alleyway before. But you're right. Like, it's your first trip. You're like, just enamored with the whole Diagon Alley part that you probably forget about it or Mm -hmm. you just kind of breeze through it your second third trip you might spend a little more time there so I think that might it's not on my list but it's not out of I don't like it it's I need to spend more time kind of exploring that area
1: definitely do it's really it's awesome and it's like nice and dark and cool in there so it's a great place (laughs) to hop into Um, my number four is also in Diagon Alley and it's the stage show with Celestina and the Banshees or the puppet shows that they alternate. So good. It is so, I love Celestina and the Banshees. It's just like great entertainment, so fun, great energy. But then the, the puppet shows that they do and they tell the stories of Beetle the Bard, like mm-hmm. it, incredible. Incredible.
0: It was hard because I kept it off of my list, but that, like, but the beetle and the bard, like when they do the puppets, we saw that on our first trip, and it was amazingly done. It was so it's well done,
1: so, so well done, so beautiful, and I love that they're telling stories that again, it's not like we're going to retell Harry Potter to you. It's it's the fountain of good fortune. It's the um, story of the deathly hallows and the three brothers like that. I love that they do that.
0: And it like we stumbled upon it and it stops you dead in your tracks. And you're just so like, Oh, like it's just so it's, it's a great production. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's that's a one. And right right next to it, you can get an otter's fizzy orange juice. And that is, Hands mm-hmm. down the best beverage in all of the wizarding world.
0: Yes, I think and, I think we can yeah. all agree on that one.
1: It is the best. <laughs> yep.
0: So my number three is the Ollivander wand selection.
1: Ooh, Ooh. so good.
0: It's just so like it, it makes you OK. There's a, like even as a full grown adult, I'm like, there's still a chance they're going to pick me. Even if there's kids in the group, You're yeah, just you sweat like, a little bit. Yeah, you sweat a little bit. You're kind of like, okay, if I make eye contact and I and I'm really nice and I'm just like, maybe they'll choose me to get selected. If I
1: push everybody to the side.
0: <laughs> so yeah, so that just it's just so well done. The the team members involved with it, you they just get into that role so much that it, it just fills your heart with like Harry Potter joy. Like it's just, it it's exactly how I imagined it when I was reading it for the first time. And when you watch the movies and I was a little, you know, like obviously it's not going to be an exact replica because they're not going to have, but they do it so well. It just feels authentic. It feels real. They believe that they're just into this part. And then the, when you see a kid like light up, like when, like mm-hmm. I've had, like, I've had kids cry on my like little c- ceremonies and I'm just <laughs> like, they're just so excited for this moment when they finally pick the right wand and the light comes down. The and, light
1: shines on oh, them. That's yeah. the best part. <laughs> and you're
0: just like, like I, you're just sitting there going, oh my God, this is amazing. So I'm like mm-hmm. forcing my oldest kid to read these books so you can have that <laughs> moment, you know, but like, but the, I think the Ollivander wand selection is just fantastic. It's a must do and what's great like you don't have to buy a wand for it it's not like pressured into it like you could totally take the tour do the selection just come out and look it's totally fine uh like it's not like a uh trying to sell you at the end or anything like that it's just a great genuine experience for any potter fan to go through
1: totally yeah nail on the head totally all right
2: (sighs) All right, no- My number This is where two... it gets
0: hard because you're leaving things out.
2: My number two is almost literal. You should go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs>
1: In Hogsmeade. In Hogsmeade. Yep. Jason, do you know why? <laughs> no. Do I spoil it? <laughs>
0: Yes, spoil it because I am. I, I, I feel like I've been to the bathroom at Hogsmeade, and I feel like I'm missing a moment.
2: <laughs> Moaning Myrtle's in there. She's in the bathroom. She like talks to you and stuff. Yeah, but <laughs> it's so magical. I just think that's a great touch.
0: So I okay, it. I was about. Oh, I I thought it was more than Moaning Myrtle. That you were talking about like it's cool. It's a nice nod. I disagree with being in your top two, but it's it's great.
1: (laughs) I think she loves it. We she has to go to the bathroom every time we're there because she loves seeing it. So so,
0: Linda help me paint this picture. Like I could see Robin going, Okay, it's potty time, I gotta like being like almost like it's time to go do this experience. Is that how excited she gets about that? Or yes,
1: like she will hold her her bathroom visit so that she goes in the wizarding world and even if she doesn't have to pee she'll step in there because she just wants to go wash her hands or just like hear it because again it's one of those things that like if you're if you're not a potter fan you can go use that restroom and you're just like what the heck is this sound (laughs) but if you're a potter fan you're like this is moaning myrtle who is not like she's a reoccurring character but she's not like one of the main three right But so knowing her, you're like, oh my God, this is such, just like a nice, again, such a simple yet effective touch.
0: I agree. It makes magic. I'm with you. I don't want to. Belittle the experience. I, I, I was like, "Yeah, it's cool." We're I, simple
1: I... women with simple tastes. <laughs> like, I think it's just out. one of those things.
2: When I first went, I was like, "Oh yeah, this place is like legit." And then I went into the bathroom and was like, "This place is amazing." Yeah, <laughs> I'm never yeah. leaving. <laughs> I guess the, the
0: detail. It's just <laughs> the detail that they they could have left Moneymore out completely. No big deal. And Harry Potter mm-hmm. fans would have been okay with what they've had. But just to add that small detail, right? And I,
1: how much I, I does a, it. how much does a uh, like that track cost for them to produce and play? It's oh, just like the bricks. Like how much does that cost? But it it makes such a difference. Yeah, I think it just goes back to how
2: I feel the first time I experience something. Kind of just like it, I make or break right then and there. And I, right. it totally caught me caught me off guard. And I was just like so impressed that someone came up with that little tiny detail that just warmed my heart. So Yep.
1: That's all. Awesome. Totally.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> my number two must do top five experience is Florian and Flirtescus and Honey Dukes. I like put them on the same category because they're both like the sweet job mm, I don't the... know
2: about that. You're well, gonna have to pick one. Well, this
1: is my list. So. <laughs> 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 but I put them, I put them on the same, like no matter what side of Diagon Alley and Or Hogsmeade, you're at, like, that's where you can get something sweet. So I said, you gotta, you gotta do that. Because they're just so perfect. And yet, like, yes, one's an ice cream shop, one's a candy shop. But they're they're just both so well done. And, like, truly just brought to life exactly how I imagined them. And, like, it's, it's, you're not going into these shops and getting, like, a bag of chips or like a hot dog. You're getting right. things that are specific. Harry's favorite ice cream: strawberry peanut butter ice cream. You're getting butterbeer ice cream. You're getting, you know, fizzing whisbies over at Honeydukes, or getting a cauldron cake. And I think that's what makes them so special. Like these are, these are treats that you can only get in these parts of the parks.
0: So, I will allow you to keep two, but for extra credit. If you had one park day and you could only do one, you didn't have a park-to-park ticket, Mm -hmm. which one would you choose for you to visit?
1: Florian Flourdeskews, I'd go to Diagon Alley. Because I prefer Diagon Alley over Hogsmeade. But it's hard because in reality, I prefer Honeydukes, but I like Diagon better. So I'm going to go to Florian Flourdeskews. There's a lot of caveats to this question. (laughs) I
0: was about to say, like you took a completely different approach, but I actually respect it. I think it's a...
1: Mm-hmm. Like I, think- I I love Diagon so much, and but I love like Honey Dukes is my favorite thing about Hogsmeade. I will literally go over there and just go into Honey Dukes and be totally satisfied. I'll be in there for two hours, but I love Flurry and Flirtescue so much, and I love all of Diagon. So I would choose that. Yeah.
0: So my number two is actually just been was just mentioned, and I think it's low key. A lot of people hype up Butterbeer, but. Otter's fizzy, fizzy orange juice is a must. It's yes, you yes. have to. Like, I think it's something that when I and you can I had only it on get it in truck.
1: Diagon,
0: true. Yeah, but it 100% is a beverage that is phenomenal. I love it. I, I have to get it every single time now. Uh, yeah, like, I think everybody thinks when you think of Harry Potter, Wizarding World, like butterbeer, butterbeer, and it's good. Like, absolutely sure, you can have it. But once I had an orange fizz, that was it. I was just like, I Nothing else go, ever. Mm-hmm. No, I don't have to go get butterbeer. Like, that's completely fine. The reason we did it on this trip, because my wife's never had it. But then, it was funny. She drank butterbeer and she was like, oh, this is pretty good. And then we had an orange fizz. She goes, oh, this yeah. is just completely different. Like,
1: right. Yeah. Well, and I can't drink more than one butterbeer. I honestly can't even finish a butterbeer because it's so sweet. Yeah. But a fizzy orange juice is just refreshing. Like, that yeah. was meant to be enjoyed in the Florida heat. Like...
0: Now they, I don't know if this was changed. So a frozen butter beer is super, super sweet. But we had a regular, just cold tap one, and I don't know if they mess with the recipe. It's not as sweet anymore.
2: Oh. So it's
0: like it still has that. a little. I was about to say it still has the, yeah. the sweetness and the butterscotchness, but it's not like overpowering. Right. Like I'm just putting tons of sugar in me. Like it, mm-hmm. it was a little better than I normally remember than last time. Right. So. Might be worth to try next time, you. Go, but uh, but the orange fizz, you have to like with the you, cinnamon if, sugar rim. Oh yeah, like you you can't go leave Diagon Alley what I have having that drink. Like that's a totally
1: bust. totally yeah. Have you ever tried making them at home? No, because we, we have. have. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, um,
0: how hard did you try? I was about to say like was it?
1: They they were not bad, but there's definitely like part of it is I think like your surroundings make a difference in the flavor. So it's always going to taste better in Diagon Alley because you're in Diagon Alley, right. but very easy. All you need is orange juice and then whatever your preferred brand of seltzer is that makes an orange vanilla flavor. And you mix them together, little cinnamon sugar on the rim, bada bang, bada boom, get your fix.
0: And then I could just put on my favorite YouTube video of Diagon Alley and just get immersed.
1: Absolutely. Oh,
2: put on your robe. 100%. Get your wand. put on your robe. Yeah, get your wand. Go sit in the my Gryffindor scar. <laughs> there you go. The day. <laughs> Perfect.
0: Oh <laughs> wow! Amazing. All right, we're down to number one.
2: Oof! All right, so mine is you have to take a tour of Hogwarts Castle. You got to go through that queue. You don't have to get on the ride of Forbidden Journey. We gotta go through the castle totally. So,
0: totally so i I did that experience indirectly this time, so apparently, I am too big to ride forbidden uh forbidden journey, uh, so I am too tall to ride that ride now so what? uh yeah, so i I went through the queue, which I agree, Robin, fantastic queue, and I got there, and I had to sit in the little practice seat and my shoulders and everything was too big. So I did get to experience the queue though. And I think the, the talking paintings make it fantastic. It's, it's really, really, there's a little, it's a little bit of magic, a little bit everywhere. I think it's a really, really awesome queue. So would you recommend someone just to walk through that queue or actually do the ride too? Is the, does the ride make the queue for you or.
1: Have you ever done the ride, Jason? Have you ridden the ride before?
0: So my first ever trip, yes, I, okay. I read it, one, wrote it once. I liked it. It's an okay ride. I don't think. I, I still think Green Gots is much, much better
1: mm-hmm. when
0: it comes to it. Uh, but the queue is fantastic. To Robert's point, I, I think it yep. brings you all that Hogwarts feeling. But do you need to experience? Like, is the ride part of the experience?
2: No. Yeah. No, you don't have to do the ride. That's why I just put the queue. Just walk mm-hmm. through the castle. You can yep. even just ask a team member hey, can I get a tour of the castle? And they'll take you on a tour. You don't have to get on the attraction. So I think, yeah, you walk in, you see like the Gryffindor and then all of like the paintings. And yeah, there's like Dumbledore and Ron and Hermione and Harry. and But I just think you go by like the potions classroom, just everything is there. Everything is there. And it's like all you could ever all you could ever want i mean harry potter takes place in hogwarts so Mm -hmm. i think you gotta take well and you can
1: you can ride that ride and not know anything about harry potter and be like okay that was a fun ride but again the cue they were like this is for the fans yeah this is for these are things that they're going the little things that you see or you know it's exactly like what i said before it's we've just imagined what this is going to be like in our heads and then having it be in 3D like in front of us we can if i mean like universal won't let us reach out and touch it but if we wanted to we could mm-hmm. you know and then mm-hmm. riding the ride is just like an extra thing to do yeah
0: that cube makes reality disappear pretty much like mm-hmm. you, the further you go into that cube the deeper you get into it so, mm-hmm. I, I mean, it starts making sense as soon as you walk up to the secret doorway to Dumbledore's office. Like, you you have that. And then from there, you're like, oh, yeah. Like, this mm-hmm. is a... Like, I, I think you hit it on the head, Linda. Like, it's exactly that feeling of, like, this is for us. Yep. yep. That's a good one. <laughs> it's
1: <Nice. laughs> just my number one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my number one, um, I'm happy because you both have mentioned this, is getting your wand awesome. to me getting a wand in the wizarding world is like getting your mickey ears like it is even if you just do it one time it's one of those experiences that you have to have and what is a wizard without his wand yeah hagrid like <laughs> but what is a wizard without his wand and it's just such it's just such an experience and jason as you described like being an Ollivander's. Seeing the show going through that process, even just like walking around the wand shop and looking at all of the different designs, finding one that like fits you, calls to you. And then I love that they plussed that up and mm-hmm. have the interactive elements to it. Like I think that is just so fun that they it's it's not just you walking around with a stick. like you can really have fun with it and and feel like you're making things happen magically.
0: I love the analogy. It's your Mickey ears. Like Mm -hmm. it's like you never went to that park until you get your wand. Absolutely. Like, like, so fun fact. So my wife has this beautiful China cabinet in our uh, dining area and it's got all this old China in it. And then my wand has a holder on the bottom. I love (laughs)
2: that.
0: It's out out for display. And so I love showing people that. I love that. So, but yeah, I like you treasure that moment. And I, man, like, yeah, like Ollivander wand selection. And once again, it's that little touch. They could have opened a shop of Ollivanders. You could have walked in, got a wand from your either favorite Potter character or got your own. But to make the whole ceremony and yeah. that whole sequence is just it's in. A, and once again, the team members just make that magic happen. They mm-hmm. get so into it. And when you get to relive it, watching a kid get selected and all that, it's, it's just amazing. It's perfect.
2: And it's so, such a thing. I'm sorry, Robin. Uh, Jason, whose wand do you have?
0: So I only have my own. I actually did the little quiz. I have an oak wand. Um, okay. So, uh, yeah. So I, I didn't pick anybody else's. I wanted my own. It's a Gryffindor thing.
2: Well, when I went, they only had like, because I went in 2011 just after it had opened. It was like January of 2011. And they only had like six wands to choose from. <laughs> Oh, yeah, now
1: it, it's like every, mm-hmm. you know.
0: Yeah. So it's every character plus they do special editions every month. So mm-hmm. they do like all these like like wand of the month. But then also there's a chart. As soon as you walk out of um, like walk out of the ceremony on the mm-hmm. left hand side, there's like twelve different types of wands and it all has different characteristics. So you like you can go through all the wands and kind of a team member will walk you through it and go, hey, okay. What, would you consider yourself confident or cocky? Or would you do this? Like almost a personality quiz. That's and then the, it'll kind of get you a wand. So I ended up getting an oak wand based on mm-hmm. my answers to some of the questions. So uh, that's what they recommended for me. But that was, so yeah. So it's it's a lot more wands. Uh, but once again, the team members do a fantastic job. Because it can be overwhelming. If you just mm-hmm. walk into there, there's so many wands everywhere.
1: And that so many ju- people. <laughs>
0: yeah mm-hmm. it's it's a lot well people just walk in and want to hang out and right and that's a whole different episode for a whole different day even through COVID. <laughs> but uh but it's just like yeah it could be overwhelming but when the team member kind of pulls you aside and like have that conversation like it's it's fantastic it's really really well done but Ollivanders all around is a must like I agree with that one
1: thank you yeah
0: so my number one is kind of not fair uh oh, okay <laughs> uh well, it's Haggards Haggart. I rode Haggard's mm-hmm. um beast motor uh, motorbike adventure uh it is simply the best ride in Orlando right now
1: that is wow. everything I've heard about it and mm-hmm.
0: them. and like I had a bar that was really high, like going into it because you know obviously I just rode it for the first time, so it's been right. out for a while, and you hear all the reviews and everything but it is probably one of the best cues in orlando by far you're going through haggard's hut so you're seeing all these nods to like dragons and fantastic beasts that he's owned fluffy all like all the haggard stuff which haggard's probably my second second favorite character in the the story so like i love him so i'm like already fanboying out like walking through his hut and seeing all these little nods. but the ride itself has one of the best stories and it's thrill-seeking. It's not boring. There's two variations. You can be in the motorcycle, or you can be in the sidecar. So, and that's two completely different experiences both times. Um, it's just so well done. It's it's amazing. Like, you're in Sirius Black's motorbike, like just that moment as a Potterhead, like you're like, this is the bike that Hagger drove that was serious. It's like, it's just everything you want. And um, yeah, it's just such a fantastic experience. And it's a must and i know sometimes the wait time can be a bit crazy and but we were fortunate we were staying on property so we got the early hour to get into the park so that's like we were able to do it like two times in a row pretty much
1: perfect yeah mm-hmm.
0: so like if you do go have that experience i do recommend staying on property just for that uh because you're pretty much guaranteed at least a at least one turn on it but uh, it's just it's a must. It, it really, really, truly is. Like I actually had Ollivanders one until I probably, and then I did Harry, then I did Hagrid's ride, and I was like, oh, well, it's Hagrid. Like, and what <laughs> sold me was like my wife, who once again has watched watched the movies with me, but not a big, head, she was like that. Th- like it made her like ask questions about like, well, what was this and oh, what's the three headed dog and what's this oh. and what's that and she's just like like it makes you want to know more because. Not only you're going really fast and doing all these dips, like there's just so many little surprises in it. It's fantastic. It's just it's so well done. The best ride in Orlando. Uh, that I know that could probably po a couple people like because everybody's like Rise of the Resistance.
2: Yeah, which... I was gonna ask you that. Have you been on Rise yet?
0: I've been on Rise in Disneyland and Disney World. Uh, mm-hmm. And I would choose Hagrid's over Rise. Wow!
2: Wow! Wow! And... But
1: but. You're also a bigger Harry, Harry Potter, Potter fan, fan than you are yep. a Star Wars fan too. Which
0: is, that's probably where my mm-hmm. bias comes in.
1: Yeah. Because, totally. Totally. Yeah.
0: So being that I'm a bigger Harry mm-hmm. Potter fan, I, I, I think that's part of the reason why I'm so mm-hmm. immersed with, uh, with that ride versus Star Wars. Which Star like Rise is fantastic. And I always, I don't want to get too much on the beach ride. Right? Rise is an experience.
1: Right. Where this is a
0: ride this is an attraction, right? This yep. is something that's a little bit more of what it is where rise can get kind of confusing. And right. now that I've written it a couple times, right. Uh, rise is good. Rise went from like super echelon to like, you know, Hagrid, we wrote a couple times and I still like each time was awesome. It was fantastic.
1: Well, and from what I've, we have not done rise or Hagrid's, um, but from what i've read too like because rise is experiential every time you do it there are elements that might impact your your experience but this is something that's like Hagrid's is just consistently a good ride does that make sense like it's the same ride every time you ride it
0: yes and no so yes it like it's the same track where rise you're right there's different elements and different things and i think with With Rise of the Resistance, you have cast members that play roles inside of that experience. So if you have a really good cast member group, they can heighten the experience. But I've also been on Rise where the cast members are good. And it's just the good, like the ride itself. It's like, it is what it is. Where with Haggards, there's the team members don't impact the journey so much of it. But there are two different elements. Like there's two different compartments that you can ride the ride on. And it's completely different experiences, like being upright in a motorcycle position versus being in a sidecar is a completely different. It it, it changes the ride. Mm-hmm. Uh, so th- obviously, there's a lot of that. So yeah, that's my take on that. But yeah, I think Haggard. It, it, it's just Bravo to Universal. It's it's perfect. It, it, it's it's close to perfect. I've seen in any type of attraction. Uh, gives all the nods, obviously, to all the Harry Potter fans and everything. But it's also so well done as a thrill ride that even just thrill seekers that are not Potterheads can enjoy it and appreciate what it is.
1: That's so awesome. Every, literally everything that I have heard and read has just nothing but exactly what you said, like extremely, extremely, extremely positive reviews. So it makes me want to like Robin. Booking a trip, like we're going to Universal. (laughs)
0: You you got to. It's 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 fantastic. It's it's a must.
1: Yeah, I feel like if I had
2: been able to experience that attraction, it would have been on my list, no doubt.
0: Okay, so we did our top five list. This was amazing. This was so much fun. I I knew we would disagree with stuff. Uh, I i i the one curveball that robin threw at me was the bathroom i didn't know the bathroom was gonna make the top five but that's phenomenal that it did that's so cool uh so i love it no i'm not picking it. this is great uh, so all right so my favorite theme parks uh obviously y'all have been doing this for a little while y'all are doing some great work like tell our viewers where can they go to listen to your stuff listen to your content, and how can they support you?
1: Jason, thank you so, so much for inviting us on. And I'm excited to c- continue collaborating with you in the future. Um, your listeners can find us over um, on My Favorite Theme Park, anywhere you listen to your podcasts. Um, We have our website, myfavoritethemepark dot and from there you can find all of our social medias. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram, Um, and we're just a good time.
0: They are so funny. Thank they, you. Like I'm uh, like you like, <laughs> I remember my first episode, and I I knew that I was gonna subscribe when y'all said "roll that a be- uh, beautiful bean footage."
2: Yeah, <laughs> and,
0: and I was like. They get it. I get them. I understand that. <laughs> like, I get it. Uh, but not only are their jokes are they're really, really funny, but like their content. I love the historical perspective of these rides and attractions that they care so deeply about. Uh, so if you are a fan of like, not just the attraction, but you want to know more about the little bitty things that make the magic happen. This is absolutely the podcast for you to go hang out with them and get that perspective firsthand and just like wherever they support, like they're just wonderful people to support already. But like their content's fantastic, so please like, follow, and share, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts, and go check them
1: out. Thank you so much. What a sweet thing to say. Yes, thank you. Oh. <laughs> this is yeah been we, awesome. We have is- um
2: episodes come out every Monday, so. Mm-hmm. We're always around that's true. <laughs> yeah. That's a fact. <laughs> and y'all are consistently
0: good. That's that's the hardest part of this. We all know, like if you're doing podcasts, is just consistently you have to be coming out with stuff. So yeah. So and and they have a great catalog too. So if you want to binge, you you have tons of content to go through and check out as well. Uh so absolutely check them out there and uh
1: just uh tell all your friends about my favorite theme park. <laughs> Let them know it's your favorite too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes 100 check them out wherever you like subscribe and listen to podcasts it's fantastic they're a good time and if you need a good laugh they are, they are 100 capable of doing that as well all right guys well thank you so much for joining me i really enjoyed this time this has been really 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 fun and i like i said i can't wait to collaborate with y'all in the future and i know there's future plans and we'll we'll go further with that later but uh just thank you for your time i really do appreciate it and the opportunity to collaborate especially about something we're so passionate about which is harry potter so with that being said thank you for tuning in keep those beers cold and tell your dad i said hi thanks
2: hi dad dad tell dad here's a cold beer dad